Yeah, and maybe your process isn't already, like maybe you don't have the time to go write it all out, right? Like if you're brand new to building your sales team, you got three guys and they've been with you forever and you guys are just running a gun and you're all like quote unquote partners or something, yeah. but you're gonna go hire a sales team. Well, maybe you don't have a blueprint written out. That's okay. You should still have like a very basic, like this is how we're gonna do it, right? Yeah. You're gonna come out with me every single day. I'm gonna show you everything I do so you can go duplicate it your third week or whatever. And then improve over time. Yeah, and improve over time, exactly. Yeah. So like I would hate, someone to say like oh hear this podcast and be like oh i can't go do sales recruiting university which kind of changed my life right in a lot of ways like thinking about recruiting oh i can't go do that because i should go build out my 30 60 90 days first and i know maybe we're not pitching it, i'm not trying to but like i would say like no you can just start where you're at and go yeah. build the thing that you're building yeah. and improve it over time and plug into systems and processes and just adopt and adopt other people's systems and processes and improve upon that right yeah, yeah. okay so kind of what michael's saying is that because all this stuff right you know when people listen to this stuff they're like oh my gosh this is so much freaking gold but it's like man i don't have any of this crap i'm overwhelmed like where do i start they didn't start and have everything like it was today you know it's something that he's still perfecting you know like every week right yeah, so yeah. you work with what you got right you do the best that you can and over time you you know you look at it as, a, as like like it, it takes years to perfect you know even within our stuff you know like man it's nowhere i want it to be although i know it's really good compared to like 95 percent of companies like internally our sales department systems and those kind of things it's like a forever improvement process. So start with what you got and improve over time and you'll see your retention rates, you know, increase or whatever. Okay. So I know we're coming up on time. Let's finish up with kind of some sales training and role play stuff. I know that you have that, that skill set too. So what do you guys like do from a sales training and role play standpoint to get reps understanding the sales job? Yeah, that's actually great. So first, one thing that we do is we're all together for our, our sales, like actual segment of the day, right? So everybody is like new people are sitting next to someone that has more experience typically, right? And so they're able to hear how those conversations happen live in real time. But also I think role play is imperative to becoming good at sales, right? Yeah. A lot of people that are natural salespeople that just like have a gift of gab and think that they don't need to role play, they end up limiting their potential on actually getting good at dialing in the process, right? And yeah. like, I've been this person, right? Cause I just have, I have an ability to communicate that most other people, I'm not to like to my own horn, but most other people don't yeah. have. But if I role play or even just like script practice, just practice my scripts, right? Yeah. I'm gonna get better at saying things in a way that more clearly like convey the, the message that I'm trying to deliver. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we're bringing new people in and we're doing no role play and we're not doing any script practicing and we're just saying hit the phones, right, which was exactly how it was when I first started in the company, funny yeah. enough, just hit the phones. Well, yeah. we're going to lose out on some people that can be taught how to yeah. go and be good at sales. We're going to lose out on some of those people. Right. And yeah. so what we implemented is we do script practicing three times a week. And on the off days, they're supposed to be like making sure they memorize their script and we do role plays. I'm sorry, three times a week and then they're supposed to be practicing their scripts the other two days on their own, right? But we have someone in our office that does role play with them every single day with our new agents that come into our team. We go into our conference room. And if it was even as small as you and one person, even though you're great, role play every single morning, right? That is huge, right? Yep. And the benefit too is this, the market is changing. Your market and wherever, whatever market you're in, it's always mm -hmm. constantly changing. There's new things happening, right? There's yep. new articles being written about solar every day, or there's new financing programs being written about this. There's yep. all kinds of things changing. And so you're going to get new questions coming up in your pitch anyway, right? Yep. And if you're an agile sales, if you have the agility as a salesperson to, and the knowledge to overcome it, great. 
great. You're going to do fine. But some of your salespeople are good, not great. And you need to go make them as good as they can possibly be. Yeah. You do that by role playing with them so they can see how someone else mm. would overcome that objection. Right. Yep. And yep. you might be out of the sales cycle at this point and you're not really in the sales trenches anymore, but yep. you're the like person that knows how to actually do it. Yeah. Well, even more important that you're role playing, right? That you're like going through that and like really helping people get better at sales because yeah. most like killer salespeople, what ends up happening is you find them untalented, you find them young, you find them fresh, you find them new. And if you're going to keep them, you got to keep improving them, right? Yep. So that's how most, a lot of salespeople that are great, that are really good, have found a place that's home yeah. and they're cruising. They're going to go yep. crush that for the next 60 years, right? Yep. So unless you have a massive opportunity that's way light years beyond everything else in the market, yeah. you need to go grow some talent in-house. Yep. And if you're not role-playing, if you're not hitting the script, you're not growing the talent, you're you're not going to get them those people to the place where they're great and they're not going to stick next to you yeah love it so i'm going to recap on a couple things one of the things that you just said it's like you need to build talent right you need to grow talent that's such a huge piece in commission-based you know sales opportunities right a lot of especially small businesses that don't have like the recruiting and management uh, background they're just looking for somebody with this cookie cutter perfect experience that is going to come in with into their business and for some reason want to work with them as a top 10 percenter and come in working with this small business that has no online reviews no successful reps, no processes, and just come in and make them rich, right? So that's not the reality, right? So one of the, you know, it goes back to that 10, 30, 60 rule, right? You got the top 10 percenters, right? The guys like, you know, Michael and I and people watching this, and then you got the middle 30%, which is like the average people that will show up, align with your values and do the work, but they're not experts or they can't, they don't have the wing it factor or they can't work through the challenges as easy. That middle group needs to be trained so they can actually have a chance for success. That bottom 60% or whatever the numbers are, they end up cycling out. And so he's talking about, you know, you're building talent. There was a quote from, I forget who it was, but it's, you know, you can either build talent or buy talent. And that yeah. makes perfect sense. It's like, you're either, get, you're either given a ton of money up front or a ton of value up front, like, you know, career value, kind of like what you're talking about in terms of be wealthy, or you need to be open to building talent, which is what you're getting good at. You're getting good at building systems for that middle group of people, the average person that if they show up and push ABC buttons, you can turn them into sales success and making money. And one of the, the big things in terms of learning the sales process that Michael's talking talking about, which is a simple thing that most leaders can do if there's somebody successfully selling within the business now is simply role-playing. Like that's something that we just interact, we just interact and do, right? Assuming I have like a basic sales script and a basic sales process, you know, I can pull up our sales script for closing people into our recruiting services and let Michael read it for a couple of days. And we can just jump into, you know, next Monday and start going back and forth and role-playing. And all of a sudden he's learning our, our closer sales process, right? So it's such a good, simple tool that companies don't do, but it is one of the best things that you can do to collapse the learning curve for reps. So that's killer. Anything else that came to mind for you? Yeah, I guess also it helps demonstrate. So in 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, he talks about how you can only lead people that are at a leadership level less than you are anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. And so if you're in an office locked in doing your thing all day and you're not demonstrating that you have a sales ability above them, and I'm going to kind of uh, tweak it a little so that we can talk about sales ability, they may not see your leadership ability as well, right? But if you're 
you're in front of them every day and you're like helping them get better, they're going to be more bought into you as a leader yep. because you're demonstrating the ability that they have. And maybe you're not a wonderful salesperson. Maybe you're a, like a, I don't know, maybe you do roof contracting, right? And you knock on doors because you got to sell your thing. You're still probably the best at selling yourself in the company you have today. Yep. So you, yep. you should do it, right? And you're 100%. still the best at presenting the opportunity you have today. So you should do it. And you're only going to get better from role playing anyway as well. True. And you spending that, investing that time is only going to help you seem like you're leading them more, even if it's not 100% perfect, it's yeah. better than nothing. You got to be okay with working with what you got and just know like business is a long-term game. You know, even if you thought you could get it perfect in the next three to six months, when you do whatever's in your mind, you're going to realize, man, it's not even close to what I want, right? So you work with what you got, you have some faith and start building your team and, and improve over time.